Our show today was brought to you by X-Tax Pros. Where do I get my paperwork done for the IRS or my bookkeeping? Well, I go to xtaxpros.com. Yes, this is Rebecca Love, and I actually use them. If you're in Nevada and need an accountant, go to xtaxpros.com. Their phone number is 702-253-7499. Enjoy the show. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, hear... What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan-fucking-tabulous Rebecca Love! And now, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love! When we went to the Phoenix Forum... I did a panel called Cam Business, and basically there was four or five people up on stage, and we each gave our expertise. Uh, So you'll get a lot of nuggets out of this, and it was an amazing seminar. Jocelyn Stone also did a panel, and we're going to release that on Sick Addictions. Hers was also about the Cam Business, but more about branding. So... I hope you like this podcast. It's definitely, um, it's probably more for whoever wants to cam model or learn the ins and outs, and it's great for beginners. So enjoy the panel. Today, we have a panel of successful performers and cam experts, including one very chatty lawyer, I wrote that on my notes, FYI, to talk about the business side of the cam lifestyle. We're going to hear from each panelist and then open the floor to y'all, so if you have questions, get ready with your questions. Um, but yeah, let's start by introducing our panelists, and so if you guys start here with this person that we don't know, person, could you please introduce yourself briefly and talk about what you do in the industry? Oh, sorry, there's no mic. I don't sorry. know what's wrong with the mic. You can forget <laughs> My name is Connor Young. I own Why Not. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, my name is Corey Silverstein. I'm the managing founding member of Silverstein Legal. I'm an adult entertainment lawyer. I've been in the business for uh, 15 years now. Uh, we represent uh, literally any facet of uh, your business that would intertwine with adult entertainment. Very happy to be here with... Uh, the Dr. Chantal and Connor is gracing us by his presence itself, so the pressure's on today. Thank you, Corey. No problem. Good to see you, Doctor. Always good to see you, Corey. Uh, hi there, I'm Andra. I will not say my last name because it's too long and nobody will get it. Uh, I'm the PR manager for Studio 20. I've been in this industry for four years now, um, working in PR and marketing for the models. I'm very Close to them, close to the studios. Studio 20 is the biggest live cam uh, franchise in the world. We are about to open our 20th studio in Phoenix uh, in a few months. I didn't realize it was in Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And her last name for the record is Chernobyl Gernou. Is that it? <laughs> I'll make that into a drinking game. 
Shernoganu. <laughs> the last name is Shernoganu. Chimichanga. <laughs> no, it's Moving not. On. So my name is Marissa. I work for iLive. I've been doing the media buying and business development for iLive and the uh, iLive or Pussy Cash Network for about six years. I'm Rebecca Love, uh, Skinamax speed queen of late night. Uh, I've been camming since 98, 99. So, that's what I do. My name is Melissa Sweetwine, and I'm a webcam model. I've been a webcam model for nearly seven years now. I'm just um, kind of scattered out on all the major webcam platforms. My webcams when I first got me started. I'm a webcam community. I'm happy to Awesome. Thank you guys so much. So, I've got some questions. We're just going to go through. Marissa, this is something you wanted to talk about, so we're going to start with you, and then the rest of y'all can weigh in as you see fit. Um, sometimes the most important decision when first getting on cam is also the most difficult. Can you speak a bit about the process of choosing a platform to cam on, especially regarding the importance of the details, knowing the possibilities of the platform to make money, etc.? Okay, so yeah, I mean, when you decide to start camming or you're looking to like switch to another cam platform, um, there's obviously all you're in here is like what's enticing about each platform, you know, like I'm live, streaming, micro cam, everything is, they're all, even though they seem like competitors, we're all very, very different. Um, and depending on your personality type and a bunch of different factors, it's important for you to really look into what you're getting yourself into. So, for example, the main one is obviously the freemium versus the premium model. Um, premium is like Chatterbait, where you kind of it's kind of a free for all. You have a lot of people in your room with a lot of requests, and some of them are most of them aren't paying, and then you have some people that are tipping. So if you're kind of like an extrovert and you want that attention, and you know that's perfect for you, and you can make a lot of money from that. But obviously, if you're kind of more private person or shy, you would work better on the premium model, which is one-on-one, -on -one, you know, you have less people in your room, so you kind of manage it better, and then you kind of have, like, big big spenders, you can spend less time online, etc. Um, some platforms, like I'm Live, have kind of a hybrid model, so you can have that private environment, but then if you're performing and spending a lot of time online, you can also do, like, a candy show, which it is token-based and, and whatever. So, I mean, just to wrap it up, just look into the platform that, that you're choosing find out the features because there's often a lot more than you realize because you don't want to you know go into something that isn't for you and get deterred right away um the other thing i wanted to mention too with percentages you know you might have someone say it would be 35 percent or 40 percent revenue share look into that because sometimes you aren't going to be paid a certain rev share for users that were already on the platform you know you might get you have the option to get paid more if you bring a user convert a user and maybe that user goes and spends money on another girl, you might get a percentage of that too. I mean, but if you don't ask and you don't look into it, then then you won't. Um, the other thing is some, I mean, if you're working independently, because obviously the studio you get training and everything like that, but if you're working independently, we offer training. I know some of the other companies offer training. That's, that's another thing to look into. Um, and the last thing is your payout. I mean, know when you're getting paid, how you're getting paid, that's also important. Some companies will pay out twice a month, some companies will pay out weekly, some companies pay, we pay out daily. I mean, anytime you wanna get paid, you can just click get paid and you know, go straight into your account. So those are kind of the main factors that I would pay attention to. And there's also chargebacks. So you have to look at certain campsites that have the chargebacks and some don't. And I appreciate that. <laughs> that's a really good point because that's the other thing. I mean, some, some, We'll take that out of your your revenue. Yeah. They'll take it if you have chargebacks, or they'll take it out of your 
your revenue when in reality chargebacks like happen in the adult industry a lot. Um, and there are certain companies I've I've done enough plugs already, but there are some companies that don't take those out of your revenue. We can talk to that after. If you're a new model and you're just like, <laughs> hey internet, tell me where to go. What is because there's so many sites and it doesn't seem like there's any place that's like a here is an index of the different cam options. How would a model do what you're saying to do right now? I think actually there is a lot of kind of like review sites and places that There's you can. There's forums. Yeah, and forums as well that you can look into or ask questions. Um, and also just once you kind of get an idea of your top five that you're interested in, find a rep there and speak to them. Just ask the questions. You know, there's no harm in asking and, and get as much information as you can. And, you know, speak to other models that, that cam on that site and find out their experiences. And that's how you do it. I actually have a podcast, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love, and I break down webcam models for now with Jocelyn Stone. And we have a couple. We have cam cougars, and we also have adult mm -hmm. webcam. And I take the top three or four that I've worked and break it down. I suspect there's this cool resource, like something like, I don't know, like whynot.com, that probably <laughs> like has a whole bunch of information. About I think you mean why, why not cam. Oh, <laughs> pardon, why not excuse cam. me, I, uh, I got that wrong. I, I would assume. Oh, I you, missed that one. Yeah, I would assume <laughs> if you go to that resource, you know, there, you know there might be some yeah. stuff. For those of you that can't spell it, I believe it's Y N O T. Tony spelled backwards. Or you can DM Jay on Twitter. He's got all the answers. I'm available 23. Let's move into a more nuanced little section of camming and talk about studios camming. Once, once. Excuse me, I can't remember already. One of the most often cited advantages to a cam career is the ability to control one's own work environment. This includes working from home. But many models sometimes choose something different. Can you talk about the advantages and disadvantages of camming from a studio? Why might somebody choose a studio over a full Oh Well, exactly like Marissa said, there is the training, and that's very important. Some of the, a lot of um, new girls that are coming into camp uh, lose interest in the first week or something. It's, it's hard. You don't understand the platform. You don't, and nobody reads nowadays. It's like, it's so easy to get the information, but you just have to put in the time. If you're a dedicated person, yeah, of course you can account from home and be an independent model and you'll make a lot of money. But with this new generation coming in, it's a bit harder for like new kids to just like go and read and read up on the, the platform and what it does and what you should or should not do. So uh, that's what uh, Camp Studio does. Um, in our case, Studio 20, we offer the training. So from the first time the girl comes into the studio, we um, we have an interview with her. We um, ask her some questions about who she is, how she wants to be, what her um, persona is on camera, what she wanted, uh, what she wanted to be. We set up some goals with her, and then we teach her about uh, the the basics on working with Studio Twenty, and then working with like Jasmine, that's the the studio, the campsite that we work with. Um, it's you can do it from home. It's it's obvious. There are so many independent performers that are uh, performing very well, but for uh, your comfort, comfort wise, it's easier to get into a studio because you have the lights, you have the cameras. There are people cleaning up after you. You have everything that you, need. you just go there, get there, uh, and cam, and that's the only thing that you should think about. Not think about anything. 
I have a question. Sure thing. So I've never worked for a studio. You're, you already have a cut with the cam companies. Does the studio take that account too? Yes. Okay. Well, of course, we provide the service. So no, I know. I just didn't know how it works. Yes. Or it, it depends from studio to studio. In our case, we take 50%. In that 50%, we include, we, we give you uh, the equipment, the lighting, the room, the cleaning, the, the marketing, the absolutely everything that you need. Okay. So after 50% with whatever, or it could be a different rate. And then you take fifty percent of the fifty percent I have. So let's say that you work, you get I don't know one thousand dollars. Okay, you get okay. one thousand. Let's say that after a period you get one thousand dollars from the, the company. We get the money from the campsite and we give you fifty percent. I got it. I just want to say also another thing, like the benefit of working with the studio is kind of what we're talking about here. If you don't know the business, it's a good way to start because they know the business better than anyone. They know the, how to optimize, you know, how to convert traffic, like. They know they can guide you in a way that would really help you, like when you're starting. And are you not, locked into a contract too for a certain amount of time? Uh, no, oh god, no. Okay. because it, it's it, it's it's free will. So you, the, the performers, come there if they want to to understand the business, to understand how it works. We have no problem after we do the training. We we do have a lot of models that have started with us and after two or three years uh, wanted to become independent, and we value that because we are all about empowering women to go into more and empowering performers into this so we're just like setting this is a big word but we're trying to set everyone up for success so they don't get the bad parts from the adults well i do have a girlfriend that works at a studio the reason she does mm -hmm. is because the privacy she'll actually work she's away from the kids she's not in the household yes. it's like going into an office yeah it's exactly, like going into an exactly. Office. and it's, it's easier um we have studios in romania colombia Hungary, and the united states in romania for example it's a bit frowned upon to be a cam model because it's like the religion the culture the everything so when they go into a studio it's like easy I'm going to work right? just like nobody cares and you should like as a performer you should never be like um I don't, embarrassed of what you do but let's say that your parents your family or whatever don't think that this is okay right you can just say hey mom i'm like i have a one nine to five job just like go in it dress absolutely normally and then you can do whatever the hell you want you know Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It probably helps with um, security, making sure that yes. you know newcomers don't accidentally overshare information. That's the thing. Or, That's the thing. Because on, on in the training, we do teach them what to do and what not to do. So because That's it's important. for their own protection, uh, there have been a lot of stories of camp girls being getting stalked yeah. by their fans. We had this. We had this once, and it was scary as. Okay, it was scary. I, I, yeah. Super duper scary. Super duper scary. Okay, um, we had this, and I remember I was going down from the office, and I saw this strange guy there. You can't see it, like, you can see who's not Romanian. He looked no, not Romanian at all. So then I called my trainer, one of the trainers, and I was like, um, I don't know who this guy is, but do not let any models go down without you guys with them. And there was a that Yes, that's really yes. Yeah. And then we saw that this guy was like filming and photographing around like where the studio was, and that's scary because you don't know if someone is is able to go and like take time to drive or or fly out. You don't know what he's able to do. Yeah. Okay?
So getting having that protection from the studio, from the trainers, from everyone that's in the studio, that's especially especially in this in this line of work because they don't understand it's that step separation. Right. You could find out where you live. If you're working from home. Exactly. Exactly. Now I know where you live. Yeah. Andrew, can people get mail at a studio? Like if somebody has an Amazon wish list or something like that, can they get their their Goods delivered. They, they deliver it to the studio, mm-hmm. and then it. Well, we talk with the performer before, and we tell them, okay, so you got this thing, but it's always delivered to the studio. One studio, not like the the members okay, do not know. No, the members do not know which of the studio the girl works in. So it's just like the headquarters. Send it there if you ever want to send anything. It's pretty easy to find the address if yeah. you know that the girl is working for Studio 20 it's pretty easy to just like google it and see the address and then we like look through it with the performer so we like it this is airport security we're talking about it's like zooming is seeing it everything is okay and there's nothing in the package that's wrong interesting Rebecca yes who can cam in US culture especially there's a public mainstream front-facing push that reveres and privileges youth when you get on a campsite, you can see that really age is just a number. People's interests vary, and there's room for success across the board. Can you speak to age diversity as it pertains to camp? Yeah, you know, a lot of people forget about the um, older women that camp, and there's there's camp hookers, there's niche. Like, I've been camping in my 20s, and 20 years later, obviously I'm aging, uh, I just, I changed the format. It was a little easier in my 20s, but now I have... Um, more of an intelligent conversation and we do different things. I have gimmicks to keep them there. And I have customers that have been with me for years, decades. So you build up that fan base. But I noticed when um, you're out and about or people talk about cam models, they're always talking about these cute little kittens. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. I'm not dead yet. And like, no, there's room for everybody. And that's a great way for me to like talk to my fans globally because I can't be everywhere at once. But if I'm doing that, if I'm doing the webcam, bam, they're right there. And they could be in a different country. They could be in a different state. And they could be next door. I don't know. But I'm having that one-on-one conversation with them. And they can ask me personal questions or personal Rebecca loves questions. <laughs> they can ask those questions, and at, at the point in time, I'm on camp. And I've been doing it for many, many years. Um, I probably work three days a week, and I do well. I do really well. It's one of my top earning, unless I book a movie, and that's good. <laughs> yeah, don't forget about us. We're here. Yeah. But I think that's a really good point when you say that who can camp, because... For example, I'm live, but we have close to 70,000 models. The models that make the most money are not the ones that look like porn stars. It's really like the girl next door. I mean, you know, also breast like milk is a huge one. Like we have, I mean, what you would expect, it's very different. Variety is important. Um, you know, we specifically, so I do the vegan buying, so I can say this, but we specifically buy for, for niches and we do a hell of a lot better conversion wise in specific niches, whether it's carry, beef, milk, then just sending it to our amateur general page. We see that a lot in the studio as well. The the young girls are pretty are not 
you don't you don't know your body that well and you don't know how to play with your members you don't know how to talk to them how to manipulate them and when you when you get and you get it comes with experience and well when you're when you're younger older older you're more experienced you know and you know your body and it's like I don't care. I have hair on my legs. I'm sexy, and that shows on cam. Like that shows. Confidence. Exactly. You know what my favorite is when I get a troll because now it's spiced up my room. Pulling a hat or you know chubby. I'm like, oh my god, yes, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's the best. Yeah. And my customers will tip, just going, oh yeah, keep, keep it going. going. She's really good at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> down. I get a little troll sometimes. Huh? Oh, no, like, in, oh, my in my room. Oh, in my room. Right. <laughs> I play the You're game. I play the game. Never say no. Do you do you like anal? So I don't stick anything in my butt. And I'm like, oh my god, turn your cam on. Pay me to watch you stick things in your butt. That's not what he meant. He should he should have used punctuation. Never say no game. Never say no game. I got a pink and a black strap on. Which one would you like? <laughs> <laughs> it's playing with him. Yeah. It's learning. Playing yeah. with him. Yeah. Corey, let's talk about some lawyer stuff. I was actually thinking, since I have hairy legs, can I be a camel? Absolutely. Yes. Right now. Like girls, <laughs> but like, would it be girls paying me or no. like? No. We teach the girls to own it because there's nothing to be ashamed for. It's sexy to own it. Yeah. It's, it is. It is. And when, confidence is sexy. Absolutely. And when you go home and you're like, you have that check, you're like, yeah, I'm a cam girl. I'm whatever the hell I want. Yeah, you when know, you start I, making money, everybody has reason what you're doing. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. It's like, mom, dad, I have $10,000. Oh, you're so good at cam. Keep doing it. Feed us all. There's also the inevitable outing that seems to come with piracy as well, which is the thing that people really yeah. don't talk about with cam. Is that you're like, hey, I'm a cam model, or you're on the top of a tube site. Yeah, that yeah awesome? it's it's there. but that's yeah. free advertisement. It is. Me, really for somebody who's trying to hide or block or maybe is I agree. You stuff. shouldn't do this if you have to hide it. This is going to come out eventually. That's and you true. can't work for work. You can have to work for yourself the rest of your life unless it's an adult industry company. You know, you have to take those consequences with your actions. You compare. Say, yeah. I was actually just I was just wondering, like, so if I did this camp thing, like, <laughs> which, which category would I be in? I said, why not Harry, camel? Guilt. 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 Guilt.
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know nice. Corey. Yes. Lawyer wise. Yes. Corey's a lawyer. Hi. <laughs> what are two? Key I thought things? I was a cam model, but I guess you I'm a lawyer. You can be a cam model after you answer this question. All right. What are two key things that every new cam model, clips producer, or clips producer needs to know in order, like like from the beginning? Two things that they need to know lawyer wise. Well, that wasn't a question. And then, and then <laughs> what's the one thing they should revisit right. after a year or so? So here's here's one of the biggest things for cam models, and this is this is where I I, I oftentimes struggle because you know, here's the best example I give you guys, okay? A lot of you have iPhones in this room, I'm assuming, and every couple of months an iPhone update comes out, and before you can click on that update button, Apple makes you scroll through all this language, but nobody ever reads it. No. And what no. you guys and what you guys ultimately do is you scroll all the way to the bottom, you click I accept, and so you can install your new iOS, and that's the end of it. One of the first things that CAM models have to realize right from the start is that they need to understand what they're getting into, and they need to understand what the relationship is between themselves and the studio or the platform or what have you. And frankly, the way you have to do that, if you have to read. Those legal terms, many of which I've actually written, are there for a reason. They're there to make it very clear, both from the platform side and from the model side, here's what we're getting, here's what you're getting. And so when when CAM models don't read it and skip it over and, and ignore it, don't actually spend the time to read it and ask questions, which they should, you'll find that every platform, I know this for a fact, every platform and studio will always answer your questions if you have any, but read it. Start with reading and then learn about the actual platform you're going to be working with. Because again, as uh, these fine ladies indicated a few minutes ago, each platform is a little bit different. Everybody has different features, different offers, different payouts, different whatever. You're not going to know if you don't read it. And then oftentimes the frustration point for, for the studios and the cam companies is when they get an email from a model and the model says, wait a minute, I just got to check for this. I didn't know that this was going to happen. They say, well, here's your signature. You signed this. You checked all these boxes. It's all right there in black and white. They say, well, I never saw that. And I said, well, you signed it. So take the time. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, that stuff is there for a reason. And and the other thing is that just like, you know, models are, are you guys are, are always entitled to go hire yourself a lawyer if you don't understand something and ask what your rights are. There's adult entertainment lawyers out there, including me, obviously, and I'm always available to answer questions. I've actually, a couple models during the show have been asking me uh, questions on Twitter that I've been answering them about uh, a particular model contract. So, you know, do it. And, then, and that's why the resource is there. So that would be my, I guess, my biggest thing. The other thing, I guess, right from the start, I would tell models to remember is that you're going into business for yourself. So... Don't uh, don't think for a second that you should just you know go on their bank, put your name up, give your driver's license. You should think about potentially starting an LLC in, in whatever state you're in, because cam platform studios have no problems doing business with an LLC. You need to think about asset protection. You need to think about intellectual property protection down the line, and all of those things are going to start with some sort of an LLC. Just think about it. A lot of models they ultimately want to copyright their content. But they don't want to copyright it in their own name. Well, start with an LLC so that the LLC can actually own it. Create some layers to actually give you guys the, the protection. The other thing I would tell CAM models, like I think you asked what to, to annually do, or, or like in a year, like a, down the road a little bit. Once you know what you're in doing a year, for. once you get once you get once you get a feel for it, revisit it all. And then see a lot of CAM models. What ends up happening is CAM models, if you notice, they grow and. They're all masters, and I'm pointing at them because they're up, they're up here, but I mean, Reverse is not a camera model. Mm -hmm. Obviously. 
I'll give you a better choice for yourself. But so, but the point is, Corey, thank you. No, it's a compliment. It's a compliment, sort of. So, but the, point is, but the, point, the point, the point is, is, is that they all end up being masters of their own careers. They're in business for themselves, and so ultimately. When a cam model later on, after she's doing it for so long, she might want to do something a little bit different. She might say, you know what? I don't want to be on the platform. Now I want to have my own website. Now I want to do it. Spend the time to make sure that you're revisiting what you signed to make sure watch out that you don't maybe potentially have an exclusivity clause that's going to prevent you from doing that. You know, make sure that you fully know and that you're planning for the future. Because if you right now are growing on one platform and you're going to be, you know, exploding by tenfold, twentyfold, thirtyfold within you know, a year, two years, what have you, you need to prepare for that right from the start. You might be staying with the studio and platform you're working from the start, but make sure that in the back of your head, you're thinking, all right, so where am I going two years from now? If I keep growing like this, my traffic keeps drunk, I want to keep bigger pieces here. Maybe you want to have your own technology. And that's, that happens all the time. But then what happens is models get to that point and they suddenly find out, oh, I had an exclusivity clause. Oh, I didn't realize how much it was going to cost. Oh, I didn't set up my LLC. And these are things you have to start from just from the start. So don't Look at yourselves as just like, okay, I'm, it's just a cam model. No, you, each cam model, are a business. You, your brand, you are a business, and you have to think like that and think like that regularly. I want to add something onto that, too. I think what, he's, uh, what Corey's saying is really coinciding with what I kind of started with. Um, you know, I'm representing I'm live, but just to be completely like transparent, there is small print. There's always small print, and it's really important for you to know about that, and for two reasons. I mean, first of all, when you start, when you see the percent you're being paid or whatever you're being offered, like look into it because oftentimes it's going to say, oh, well, you have to be online for this amount of hours to get that. And so you get your first paycheck and you're like, what, this makes no sense. And you're like, oh, well, because you were only online for this amount of hours and these users you converted were already users from another model and this and that. So make sure you know your terms, make sure you know. And another thing, you can either work as an employee of I'm Live or Chatterbait, but don't work as your own business as a partner because then you can negotiate and after a year go back and say hey i've been making this percentage but look at my twitter account and look at how many people i'm bringing for my social media you should be you should be paying for that and you can negotiate with us and say hey i'm bringing i have this many social media followers and i'm bringing them to my room and whatever we can bump up your percentage at that point so look at your success after a year and find your negotiating power and and treat yourself like a business and, and so I just sent my dad to You go in first, year, and I'll go. Okay. In a year, claim your taxes. Yeah. There's a paper trail all the way. So make sure you do that. Yeah. First, of all, first of all, who pays taxes? But second of all, nothing. I'm sorry. Corey anyway. speaks 50% in sarcasm. So once we're once we're done with the tax fraud, let's get let's go back to the what the point that just got back about social media. Okay, so social media now. So yesterday, I just, this is so funny. I met with a model yesterday. She literally uh, tipped me up on Twitter. She said, hey, I got to meet with you. I'm flipping out, whatever. Someone complained on my uh, my premium Snapchat uh, uh, username, ID, whatever you want to call it. And they're, they've suspended me. She's flipping out because she's getting a lot of money each month for this. Wait. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that right now. Oh. So hold that. Because we're going to... Melissa's going to... This never happened. I made it up. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where the fuck I am. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck you are at. <laughs> Jay, what's up, man? Can we have a conversation a across the room? How do you increase you doing, money via social media? Is it even worth spending time cultivating a social media presence as more and more mainstream platforms seem to keep moving towards sex negativity? 
the shadow banning and change in terms of service, uneven policy enforcement. That was I, a point. Yeah. We were talking about social media, so we just add onto the social media topic. We're not going to start on the topic and then back uh, and then go to Melissa. Sorry. So I find that social media is an extremely effective tool. Um, I've invested in the last year, I decided to really commit myself to consistently posting. And that just by having a presence, putting um, you inside somebody else's mind is really effective. So I make sure that I just integrate my social media as a part of my daily routine. And that consists of saying good morning to people on Twitter, posting pictures, linking to them, informing them of incentives. because. This day and age, everybody just gets busier and busier, and they may not have time to devote to my camera room. Or, you know, if I tell them what time I'll be on, then they'll be able to maybe plan and whatnot. And so I actually have surprisingly seen a lot of increase in money come from social media on um, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, you know, the more you put yourself out there, the more your reach increases, I feel like, and you're able to actually um, reach more clients, more members, and that, that brings a lot of value. You're creating our happy source. Exactly. And it builds your brand. You know, you're not able to, you're able to um, not just do your performance in your cam stream, but to actually say, hey, Melissa, I like these things. And it just, it allows me to teach people about what I like, what I do, and maybe connect with them because I also comment back to people that say something on my posts. And that really gives them a sense of intimacy that I'm not just a cam model, that I'm a real person. And I'll say, this happened to me today, and I think that they find that really relatable. And when you create that, establish that connection with somebody, they're more inclined to um, actually tip and stay consistently there. What happens when the social media platform decides that they no longer like sex workers and they close your account? Oh, come on. Okay, <laughs> do that. That's happened to a lot of models. Let's, 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 their rules. Yeah, and I agree. I'm really discreet about it. I think it's, you know, it can happen to anyone, but I think that it's about your method on it, um, just like Snapchat and whatnot. You know, I I don't really, I advertise that I have a VIP Snapchat, and I'm really um, exclusive about where to tip me on MFC and whatnot. And if my Snapchat got shut down, then... I feel like I would just go on Twitter, announce it, and I actually keep a log of the people that I have on my Snapchat. Um, I actually have an Excel spreadsheet of the people when they they're due to renew, etc. Because I do realize that that's a possibility. And I mean, I know girls that have been devastated because their Instagram has been taken down. This is this is a problem, and I think that girls are evading it or planning ahead for it by creating a backup account. You know, um, I myself have a backup account that's not really adult related, but it's there and that way it's like, woohoo, I'm still here. It's another handful of people that are there. So um, it does occur and all you can do is, and try to, you know, like my Twitter avatar, I don't have any unity in it. And, and by understanding the terms of service on these platforms, um, you know, you can navigate them a little bit better. It's also about what the type of content you post as if yes. you're posting everything there, just like open, spread, eagle, it doesn't make that much sense for the member, for the, the user to come into you your chat. You to come for more. Exactly. I agree 100%. And that's why, like, for example, I'll take pieces from my Snapchat and uh, post it on my Twitter and be like, you know, this is what I'm doing today. Um, check out the rest of it on my VIP Snapchat. So I use that as a tool to, you know, gain followers, connect with people, but also, you know, whistle and be like, hey, let's go over here. I'm over here, over there. And uh, it's, it's a really great thing to do that way. She's a genius. 
You're a genius. I just want you to know that. Because you're treating because you're treating your brand like a business and you're thinking long term, you're not thinking short term. And that's brilliant. Stop pointing my pen. So what I was about to tell you guys a minute ago is this thing that was happening yesterday with the Snapchat thing. And actually, so what we ended up finding out what caused this was actually a pissed off user. It's true, or a model. And it wasn't, it wasn't the content. So what ended up happening was we ended up tracking. So I reached out to, I reached out to Snapchat. Basically, I have a different way of, of contacting social media platforms. I reached out to Snapchat and I basically said what the hell's going on. And I found out what the complaint was. And I was like, and I, so I called her up and said, relax. They're going to turn you back on. This is not... This is ridiculous. Basically, someone literally complained that, that I gave money and I didn't get what I was expecting. It was ridiculous. But here's the important thing. So in the last we got like in the last like year or so, we've seen kind of the social media crackdown. We've seen the different. Uh, what was it? Uh, come on, help me out. Tumblr. 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 Tumblr was like the you know the, the deficit now. And people say to me all the time, they say, Corey, do you do you see that this could potentially happen to Snapchat? With Snapchat, I actually think the answer is no because Snapchat. Quite candidly, I think Snapchat without adult content would lose, I think, probably 20 to 30% of their traffic, which they cannot afford to do. So I don't see it happen with Snapchat anytime soon. But I would tell you guys that Twitter um, makes me a little nervous. It, it, it makes me nervous because what I've seen with Twitter recently um, is Twitter's been, they've been a lot slower to do. Like, so right now I'm in, I'm in a fight with Twitter over uh, one model who took someone else's images. It's like a complete... Uh, impersonation, oh, it, very much like catfish, and Twitter is being really, really weird now about it. They're doing this thing where, even for me as as a lawyer, they've worked with before. Like I, I sent um, one of their lawyers a, a, an email like two weeks ago or something like that. And I got this ridiculous letter asking for signed letters of authorization by the model, and they wanted the uh, the model's ID, and they, they were they were asking for a lot of personal information that was a little bit awkward. So I, I tell people to be very Twitter. Be careful with it because Twitter could, we could see a shift in Twitter whenever, literally one day they could just change their mind. But uh, but what you're doing is absolutely brilliant. You guys have to be doing, these are like key lessons here. Make backups of what you're doing. Um, don't panic when, when you get like, when you get a crazy message that, you know, your account's been suspended. Calm down. Don't flip out. The worst thing you could do is go on another social media platform and say, hey, fuck Twitter, you know, fuck this, fuck that, fuck that. If you think that ultimately that might not come back to bite you in the ass, you're only kidding yourself. That's not a solution to the problem. There are solutions. They actually do have mechanisms to talk to them, but you got to handle it like a professional. And I've seen cam models take the approach, fuck you, I'm going to sue you. Okay, yeah, Snapchat They're gives a shit. The question about Snapchat is in adult content, that's not... Well, that's what's so funny about it. They're very careful about their language, but remember, their 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 verbiage and their terms basically allows them. They can turn you off. It literally says for any content that they deem objectionable. Yeah. Well, what the fuck does objectionable mean? I mean, I find Jay's shirt objectionable. It doesn't mean that just check out social media. I mean, I but, but it's like, <laughs> but you guys got you guys have to think about this. So, and they're private companies. You know, I've seen, I was at, uh, oh God, I was at like, I forgot what trade show I was at. Doesn't matter. Whatever. So I was at this trade show and like this, this someone, some like lawyer, I don't know where the fuck he came from, like he's gone already, made this ridiculous comment, we got to hold social media to a higher standard or whatever and you know, we should, we have first amendment rights on, on social media platforms. Like what the fuck are you talking about? These are private companies. They can do whatever you want. Ultimately, if one day they wake up and they say, that's it, we're finished with adult, 
we're banning your you're, we're banning your stuff. They have every right to do it. They don't owe you anything. It's in their terms. It's clear as day. So make preparations. We have three minutes. Who has a question? Uh, I have a question. There were many cases the last year on Instagram when the content was okay, but because of reporting, you know, they have some mega a lot, a number of people report. They closed down quite big and healthy accounts. You ever involved in such a case? And is there a way to get back? Because Instagram is very reluctant to actually engage in a conversation. To give an account back? Yes. No, it's very, very rare. If, if they have already made the determination that they're going to not suspend but terminate an account, your chances of recovering the account are slim to none. At that point, what I always recommend is go over to Yahoo or Gmail or wherever else and set up a new email address and set up an entirely new account using a potentially uh, a, v, a VPN server because sometimes they do track IPs um, and start again. Start again. And always start. have a backup account. Yeah. Well, that's actually what you said earlier was brilliant. Have that backup account. Was a lot of my clients, I always tell them ahead of time, have a backup bank account. And I actually never thought about that because banking is always getting shut down. So have a, have a backup bank. That's, that's really good. In terms of taxes, like, is there, is there anything no. 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 You're an internet. You're an internet. You're an internet marketer. Yeah. You're an internet. You are an internet marketer. That's precisely what you are. Or you can even say social media manager. Entertainment. No. Really? Because my list is entertainment. No, they asked you, you meant if you open up the entertainment category when you select it on your tax, if you do your taxes online. No, I have a professional. Oh. Well, anyway, if you do it on your own, when you open it, when you click entertainment, it actually opens up other categories you might not want to answer. So, social media manager, um, what was the other one? One more question. That was it. Yes. That's it. Um, I, I, um, we only have one minute. I'm A lot of the platforms have FAQ sections that actually people miss because they're, frankly, they're not placed well. Right. Been, that, that's <laughs> that's, 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 that's getting beat up over here. No, no, I'm just saying they're just, they're just <laughs> not in our spot. But look at the FAQs, and then also one thing you can always do, and you know, just follow me on Twitter. It's at myadultattorney.com. You can always just tweet me and just make a quarter, which is mean, and I'll try to help out. On that note, we are out of time. Thank you, panelists. I'm sure all y'all have questions. I'm sorry we can get to all of them. I hope you enjoyed that and learned something. Um, we love going to these conventions and because of the fan club, we just want to say thank you. That was very sweet. If you guys want to learn some more nuggets, Jocelyn Stone did a panel and I'll release that next week. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Talking Dirty. You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter 
at RebeccaLoveXXX and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.